We are, you can turn to Psalm 37, if you would please. We're continuing the meditations from Psalm 37. We'll be reading verses 1 through 4. I'll be focusing on uh, verse 3 and 4. A Psalm of David. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. O Lord, we do pray that the delight of our heart now would be to hear your word, to love it more, and to commit ourselves to the application of your word. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. We are told... We are told at the beginning of this psalm what we are not to do. In verses 1 and 2, we are told what not to do. Uh, not to fret, we're not to get angry at the wicked when they are seeming to prosper. And we are not to envy these workers of iniquity. Not at all. They will fade, they will fail. And our enemy tempts us, I believe, to be bitter as we see the wicked, but we are not to be ignorant of his designs in this. According to 2 Corinthians 2, we're not to be ignorant of the devices of the enemy. And that book uh, that we have given in, Precious, uh, in the book, uh, Precious Remedies Against Satan's Devices, Thomas Brooks said this about the wicked, there is no solid joy, there's no lasting peace, nor pure comfort that attends the wicked in their sinful ways. There is no solid joy, there is no lasting peace, there is no pure comfort. But now here in verses 3 and 4, we are told what to do. So we're told not what, what not to do, and now what to do. So instead of fretting, or instead of anger or envy, or just frustration maybe, uh, there are five actions here that we are commanded to practice, and then a wonderful promise that is related to these. So first of all, it says, trust in the Lord. These are, by the way, some of the, the most well-known verses of this psalm and of many psalms. I believe many of you probably have this already memorized. So it says, trust in the Lord. The first part of that, trust in the Lord. In other words, confide in him. Rest in his care, which certainly means not fret at the apparent prosperity of the wicked, but rather rejoice in God's sovereign will and his providence over all things. And that his promises cannot fail. So we're to bring our hearts cry to him and leave our cares there. Cast our cares upon him. And leave them with him to help us then deal with uh, what he has sovereignly permitted. Cast your burdens on the Lord. Trust in him. Well, secondly, and related to that, it says, uh, do good. Trust in the Lord and do good. Primarily here, I believe it means do good things. Serve. Actions. Take actions of faith. Galatians 6 tells us, let, let us not grow weary while doing good. Don't grow weary. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Do good to those who are of the household of faith. And we learn to serve and we learn to practice good deeds and we learn to trust in the Lord in our families primarily and in this family together. We have a place right here to learn to serve. And we are, praise God. And we have a family here to, where we can help each other to learn to trust in the Lord also. 
doing good, serving others, uh, also keeps us from focusing on ourselves, just focusing on us and complaining, or worse, fretting over or envying the uh, apparent success of the wicked. Now, the third action here, or you could say, I guess, the result of the first two actions is that we will dwell. We will dwell. We will live. We will live in the land that the Lord has prospered, that the Lord has promised to us. And we will prosper in that place where he has called us. We should plant ourselves firmly where he has called us to be and occupy. Take, it, uh, take our inheritance. Take dominion of it, as we were told to do at creation. We're to dwell and thrive and act in faith, even when, again, the wicked seem to have the upper hand. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Well, the fourth action here is to feed, or to say it this way, that we will be fed. So we will be fed, we will be nourished, and we will be strengthened by the faithfulness of the Lord, it says here, and by the truth of his word, by his faithful word, in fact. He is the stability of our times. He is our rock, and he never moves. He supplies all of our needs, and uh, so we are to rely on him, especially by feeding on the truth of his word. We should have a good appetite, brothers and sisters, for the word of God. And if you feel you don't have that, please ask him. He will give that. And he will feed us as we hunger. He will feed us. He has promised to feed us, to nourish us and bless us. And the last action here in this set of verses is to delight. Delight. And the object of our delight, of course, is our Lord Jesus Christ, whom we are to trust and in whom and for whom we are to do good and we are to dwell in the land, and we are to feed on his word. All these actions are possible uh, only by him, and are for him, in fact, and are to be acts of worship. These actions are to be actions of worship. Romans 11 tells us, for of him, that is our Lord Jesus, of him and through him and to him are all things, to whom be glory forever. Amen. Last week I shared Psalm 73, 25. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing, or there is none on earth that I desire besides you. Our desire to know him should be growing to become much more than any other desire, than all other desires. And then, this wonderful promise here, as we delight in the Lord and as we practice these actions of, of faith in him and for him, is that the desires of our heart will be pleasing to the Lord. And so he will bless us, and he will give that for which we have prayed, according to his will. Albert Barnes phrased it this way in his commentary. The fact that you seek your happiness in him will regulate your desires so that you will be disposed to ask only those things which it will be proper for him to grant. Matthew Henry said it this way. He will grant the cravings of the renewed and sanctified soul. He will grant the cravings that you have as he renews you and sanctifies you. And it's all by his grace, of course. May we crave him. May we crave his word. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. And Matthew Henry asked this question, what is the desire of the heart of a good man? The answer, he said, was, it is this, to know and love and live for God, to please him and to be pleased in him. So we should seek the Lord with our whole heart. We should desire him. He should be our heart's desire. We should desire him with all that is within us 
because that is now possible by his grace. And we should take pleasure in him and we should seek our happiness in him because he is beautifully holy and loving as we've seen in many ways during this service. And our glorious Lord has revealed himself to us in his love. He's revealed himself to his people. And we see the beauty of the love of God and the blessings of our Lord as we are reminded at his table each week that he loves us and he loved us so much that he would die for us. He died for you. And he wants us to delight in him because he knows that then we will know what it means to have fullness of joy as we delight in him. And so, brothers and sisters, let's continue to commune with the Lord who loves us and receive grace now that we might trust in him and do good in his name, that we might dwell in the land and feed on his word, and that we will delight in him even more, that the desires, that our desires will please him, and he will grant these perfected desires in his perfect way. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we do long to have you as the greatest desire of our hearts. And we desire by your grace to trust in you with everything in our lives, to serve, to bless others, and to do good in your name, and to delight in your precious word and feed on it and hunger after it. And because you have promised to fill us, Lord, by your spirit, we praise you. May we know now your grace and receive these reminders of your love for us with joy and with humility, and delight even more in you. For we ask it in the name of the desire of the nations, Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen.